All right, what's up, everyone? VA Splash Brothers podcast checking in with a specialty March Madness episode designed for all the moms and teen girls out there trying to win your uh, league pool this year. I mean, you got to show everyone in the office what's up. So we're here to give our picks and hopefully not get you into too significant gambling debt. Fresh off the waves, golden goal victory. Eric Chilson, what's up? Nothing much. Living on a high right now, going to the conference finals. But uh, I feel like we should say this um, before we get started. Everything we say is probably wrong, so don't listen to us. But you should listen to us. Yeah, so the typical disclaimer that we use, we're wrong most of the time. But when we're right, we'll shove it down your face and make sure that you knew that we picked uh, some random upset to happen. So We'll let you know when we win and we'll delete our tweets when we lose. I don't know. I don't know how that strategy doesn't work for like everyone in life. I mean, if you're Kanye West, you probably own your tweets and stuff like that. And Taylor Swift, when you're just like, oh, this, I've been caught on camera. But for us and like all these average folk out there, we'll just we'll power through and delete the tweets. Um, we'll just make a prediction on Twitter for like every championship scenario, and then just delete everyone until we get to the championship, and then we'll get like a million retweets. This yeah, like, oh my God. when it's like UNC Wilmington versus Rhode Island, and we're like, yeah, we call this all along, and we'll just be randomly deleting them as the tournament progresses on. And we'll be like, yeah. yeah, I don't know how our bracket's in like the 20th percentile, but we saw all these possible scenarios. Yep. I like that. that yeah. All right, cool. So we can go region by region. I think that's probably easiest. Um, <laughs> and then after that, we can get into the final four and national championship. But let's start in the East region. <clears throat> Villanova is the number one overall seed. They play someone in the playing game who's either, ooh, it's going to be tough because ESPN has abbreviated it down to <clears throat> MS versus NO is the playing game for the 16 seed. I'm not that's sure who it is. I'm, I'm going to say it's Mount St. Mary's versus New Orleans. Yep. That's, that's yep. my guess. New Orleans, New Orleans. Yeah. Which was the right way to say that? I think it's definitely as close to New Orleans as possible. So like, <laughs> so probably New Orleans. Uh, just where you, yeah, where you put it all together. Um, but going over the quick surprises in this bracket, uh, Wisconsin as an eight seed seems low, given Minnesota and Maryland were five and six, and Wisconsin finished above them in the standings and higher than them in the conference tournament and had a better overall record than both teams. Uh, the other one, SMU at six and Florida at four. Florida is probably about right. SMU seems a little, little bit higher than you would have expected. And then obviously Duke did not get the last one seed. They're in there at two, and probably a lot of teams picked to go to the Final Four. Any thoughts on initial thoughts on how you saw the bracket? Um, I don't hate that Wisconsin's an eight. In fact, I actually like if they were going to be an eight, they were in the East because the East is definitely the weakest region. Yeah, sounds good to me. And tapping off that Wisconsin-Virginia Tech game, I don't think Virginia Tech's a good team. I'm looking at their schedule. They went 12-2 and in the non-conference. They beat Michigan early on in the Big Ten ACC Challenge when Michigan was stink- stinking. They beat Duke on uh, New Year's Eve, but that was when Duke stunk. Other than that, like their best win is Syracuse at home and Virginia at home. They really don't have any big wins. Yeah, uh, so I watched Virginia Tech actually going through this Wisconsin-Virginia Tech game. I watched Virginia Tech, since this is probably one of the real games that I thought about picking against, or picking uh, one of the more difficult ones in the bracket. Virginia Tech's okay. They beat, uh, I want to say, Wake Forest in the first round. 
yep. uh, of the ACC tournament and then lost to Florida State. I feel like Virginia Tech's just a team that beats who they're supposed to and then loses to who they're supposed to. And they're scrappy. They got Buzz Williams as their coach. So this game's really a toss-up, honestly. This is a 50-50. Wisconsin... Do you think either of these teams can beat Nova? <laughs> no, not a chance. All right, that's that's really all that matters, right, when you're looking at... Because every one seed's going to win. And then you, you have to look, is the one seed have a chance of losing to the eight or nine? And I don't see it. Even though Nova is the weakest one, I think that... Both these teams stink, Wisconsin and Virginia Tech. Yeah, I got a text from someone that said that they would pick Wisconsin to make an Elite Eight run or Final Four run in this bracket if Bo Ryan was their coach. But Bo Ryan's not their coach, and Nigel Hayes plays iso ball, and so does Hap, and so does Bronson, and everyone just stands around. So honestly, this game, I picked Wisconsin to win, but I don't feel good about it. So I have Villanova advancing and Wisconsin advancing. Uh... And this is in Buffalo, so I guess we could drive over and see the Villanova Buffalo or Villanova Wisconsin game uh, next weekend if you know they decide to make it to the Saturday version. Yeah, I don't know if you want to do that. I that would I'd probably just be I would be painful. That would be the worst weekend of all time. No doubt. All right, next game Virginia uh, UNC Wilmington. The five twelve seed is the game. You don't even have to look at any of these teams. You just know that the twelve seed is going to win. It could be the like they could have made Villanova a five seed. That would still pick against them because they're a five seed. Yeah, absolutely. I thought about this too. Virginia's twenty two and ten. That's the same record as Virginia Tech. And I don't really think that Virginia's a lot better than Virginia Tech. UNC Wilmington came into the tournament. They won they won they got in the tournament last year. I mean they might have upset Duke like at some point in time. They're super close too. Yeah, they like led the whole they led for like the first thirty eight minutes. Yeah. I like this game just because, again, you said it. They're the 12 seed, and I think Virginia's a weak 5 seed. I think these teams, what's going to be a recurring theme for me is the teams in the middle of the bracket, like 5, 4, 3, and 6. Generally, I kind of am siding on the upset just because I don't like any of the 5 seeds really to advance far. The so, only thing I would reason I would take Virginia here is because Virginia the last four years has been like a 1 or 2 seed, and they're the favorite, and they always lose early. Yeah. Wouldn't it kind of funny if now Virginia stinks and they make the run this year and they're not supposed to when they kind of stink it would stink but 5-12 man I got I just gotta go 12 UNC Wilmington Wilmington and they have a really good uh they're the Seahawks yes great nickname also this is Virginia's worst team in like the last five years I just can't pick them to do I mean it would be ironic like if the, if the one team with like none of like no Malcolm Brogdon on it and like all their all the players that they had over the last couple of years are gone, they ended up making well, a run. But th- this well, is Wilmington is like the two legit teams they played this year. Kind of spanked a Middle Tennessee State and they lost by uh, four six fourteen to Clemson and then they lost by five to Middle Tennessee State. Oof. New site. Yeah, that's so not a good sign. A little, it worries me a little bit today. I really don't have like a big win. Yeah, but they only have five losses, and I don't trust Virginia. So I'm going. I'm going UNC Wilmington. Are you going Virginia or UNC Wilmington? I'm going UNC Wilmington, but Love don't it. be surprised when Virginia like Wins pulls out twenty. Yeah, they blow out like a Final Four this year out of all the years when they stink. Or UNC Wilmington only scores like thirty six points because of Virginia's boa constrictor defense. That's true. You can't can't imagine going from Duke to Virginia. Complete opposite end of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. All right, next game, also in Orlando, Florida playing relatively close to home against East Tennessee State. Thoughts cares more than twenty seconds on this game. 
Yeah, Florida was killing it until they got to the SEC tournament. I guess I'm just going to roll with Florida because they were kind of hot. Allegedly, according to ESPN, this might have been a fake stat. Florida is five and seven in their last twelve games. Is that true? I don't know. That's what they it seems s- like they're rolling, but who knows? I thought they were rolling too, and then I clicked on their info button, and it says they are five and seven in their last twelve games. If that is in fact true, I'm taking East Tennessee State because it says they're ten and two in their last twelve games. Uh, they just won their conference tournament. They've always historically been relatively strong and they also like florida 24 and 8 they lost their center for the for the uh rest of the season east tennessee state doesn't have any huge wins this year but they don't have any really bad losses and i think that i'm picking the upset in this one as well okay i'm going with florida all right keeping going down we have in tulsa oklahoma smu versus the winner of providence usc and then baylor versus new mexico state so SMU, they're thirty and four. They only had one loss in conference at Cincinnati by two points. But other than that, um, I guess their conference is kind of weak because I looked at their non-conference. Their best win was Pitt, maybe TCU. Yeah. And then their losses at, at Boise State, USC, and Michigan. So they already lost to USC this year. Um, I think I would take USC if they. I think I might take the, the winner of Providence USC, but. This is one of those that it sucks because I hate Baylor as the three seed. And then I look at these three teams, SMU, Providence, and South Carolina, or USC, and I hate all these teams as well. Yeah, I was thinking that exact same thing. SMU is kind of an enigma to me because they're 30-4 and four and they had no problems like steamrolling through the AAC. But they also were pretty close in most of the tournament games that they just played, and it wouldn't really surprise me to see them lose in the first round to Providence or USC. Um, New Mexico State is one of the worst teams in the country, uh, and I don't know why they're a 14 seed, except for maybe just because they have five losses. Um, they're, they're not good. I, I think Baylor should crush them. And I'm just going to pick SMU, because USC is really not that good, and Providence really isn't that good. But it's hard. It's just hard to say. A team might... I, always, I never know who's going to win that first game. It's not like an obvious team that got hot and then just made it in right on the last... That yeah, last line. three years ago. Yeah. It's like both of these teams made it in and lost in like the first round of their conference tournament. So I, I went SMU and Baylor in my bracket. So Baylor has lost, though, the last three years at three seed. Oof. In the first round. Or first round, then I think it was second round. And again, this is not a very good team. So there's there's a lot of arguments to be made against Baylor doing well in this tournament. All right, so after that, we've got South Carolina and Marquette and Duke and Troy. Uh, I don't have much to say about this region. I'm going to say Duke is going to obliterate Troy. And I don't know how South Carolina or Marquette, they're both up and down teams, not in amazing conferences. They're in okay conferences. I went Marquette because go Wisconsin, I guess, maybe. I think Marquette has, like, when Marquette's on, they're better than South Carolina when South Carolina's on. Like, Marquette has the ability to, like, really blow out teams. And, I mean, they also, like, lose by, like, 20 to St. John's. But <laughs> they're, I guess the potential is higher with Marquette. So I'll take that. But either way, both these teams are getting demolished by Duke. Yeah. All right, let's go into the second round. 
My second round, I have Villanova, Wisconsin. I'm not spending any time on that. Villanova is going to beat Wisconsin by 15 or 20 or something like that. Wisconsin, terrible. Um, <clears throat> and then in my other second round game, I have UNC Wilmington and East Tennessee State. Two teams I know I know almost nothing about either of these teams. <laughs> but I'm going to go UNC Wilmington just because I like the Seahawks. And I'm kind of vibing with them. So in my Sweet 16, I have Villanova and UNC Wilmington. I'm going Florida. Uh, just because I feel like the 12 seed always loses in the next round after upsetting the five. Yeah, and I mean, Florida is probably better than UNC Wilmington also. I, I don't really know much about their team, but yeah. So you got Florida Villanova, Sweet 16? Yep. yep. All right, um, so I picked SMU and Baylor to get to the second round. And I hate I hate Baylor. I just don't trust them. And uh, this, this year is probably the year that they'll make it to the Sweet 16. But I'm going to say SMU has a little bit more of a diverse team, and I'm going to hope that they've gotten good over all their time in the AAC. So I'm going to pick SMU in the upset there. And then I don't really care who Duke is playing in the second round. Neither South Carolina or Marquette are beating them. So I'm going to have Duke in the Madison Square Garden in the Sweet 16. I agree with you, Duke-SMU. Um, I just, I've watched Baylor, and I don't feel confident picking them. Yeah, me neither. I don't even feel confident picking them against a 14 seed, let alone SMU. Yeah, I agree. And so then, with that all being said, now in the Sweet 16, Villanova versus UNC Wilmington doesn't seem to be that fair of a fight. I, I think Villanova should make it pretty easily to the Elite Eight. And I think that SMU could allegedly provide challenges to Duke because they defend pretty well and they're fluid, but they only really play six men. Uh, and that seems like a problem, not having the depth or the skill to beat Duke. So I'll take Duke to beat them and Villanova versus Duke in the Elite Eight. Ditto. Yeah. I, I think this is the easiest region to pick on the one and two line because the three, the four, and the five, and the six aren't really that intimidating. Mm-hmm. And neither are like the 11 and 12s. Yeah. Like no subpar team is going to make it threatening. Absolutely. Yeah. This was nice to have like Michigan in this group. Yeah, it would make it interesting. I agree. Uh, So who do you think makes it out, Duke or Villanova? Who's your final four pick? I mean, these are two teams with no bench whatsoever. So if one of these teams gets in foul trouble, they're screwed. I I mean, Duke was hot at the end of the year, but Villanova's been, like, consistently hot. Yeah. Or they – how many games they've lost? Three. I mean, they lost – they blew the game at Marquette. They lost at Butler. Yeah. I think Butler – Get Butler at home. Butler twice? Yeah. I, mean, I don't know. I Duke is so up and down, I might take Nova just because they're like a sure thing. Yeah, I think I'm going to change my pick because originally I put Duke, but then I thought a little bit more about it. And as for as hot as Duke has been here at the end of the year, I don't know if they've actually been that hot. Like They were down in that game to Louisville in the game before they beat UNC in the conference tournament. They should have lost that game. Um, and they should have, they played Clemson. They were a very tight game against Clemson in that first round game for them. So they haven't been, I mean, I think for everyone, they remember UNC Duke and Duke making 15 threes or whatever in that game. That's what Duke lives by and dies by. Villanova can get to the basket and I think their guard play is a little bit more consistent and their big play is a little bit more consistent. I think Villanova is overall the better team and they should win 60% of the time versus Duke. But if Grayson Allen's making threes and all that, I, I just think Villanova should be more committed defensively. So I'm going to pick Villanova actually get, to get to the final four. 
Um, and we always talk well. about sports is all about stories, and nothing would be a greater story than Villanova trying to get the back-to-back title. Yeah. Them in the Final Four would produce a lot of stories. And Duke, Duke's been a compelling story all year with just, like, all the turmoil they've had. Grayson Allen tripping, Coach K leaving for half the year. Uh, I think this would be a crazy game, and it's going to be played in Madison Square Garden, so... This it's is almost destined. This, these two teams are going to play each other. Yeah, this this is almost the lock of the year, which I said Wisconsin was the lock of the year, but I was kidding about that. So, <laughs> so I, yeah, so I like I like Villanova to make it out and Villanova Duke. Um, all right, cool. So let's keep going down the bracket to see who will play them in the final four. Uh, this is the West region. Our first two games are in Salt Lake City. On Thursday, Gonzaga is playing South Dakota State, and Northwestern is playing Vanderbilt. Um, I think Gonzaga is going to win. There's no way a one's going to lose. And then Vanderbilt, I don't even know how they're in the tournament. <laughs> and not, not only how are they in the tournament, but how are they a nine seed in the tournament? They're 19 and 15 in the SEC. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and then Northwestern. I'm just going to go with them just because it's a feel-good story. But either way, neither of these teams are even coming close to Gonzaga. Yeah, I'm I'm going Gonzaga in the first round. They're going to obliterate South Dakota State. Uh, I don't, I just don't think that's close. And Vanderbilt, just out of principle, I have to pick against them. Um, Northwestern lost by 30 to Wisconsin yesterday, but I, I don't know that Vander, like Vanderbilt's just not... They have 15 losses. I don't understand how they're in the tournament. So I have to pick Northwestern. I hope they win their game. But It's kind of really BS knows? that like they took Vanderbilt with 15 losses and they didn't take UConn with 17 losses. Yeah. UConn sold money in March, so they should have like a lifetime clause that they automatically get a bid for the tournament. How about the fact that this same Syracuse team made the Final Four last year and only has 14, I think they're 18 and 14, and played in a harder conference and has... I want to say they have more conference wins. They went 10-8 and eight in the ACC this year. They have four top 25 wins for RPI, top 50 wins, and like anybody in the tournament. Yeah, I would have really liked to see Syracuse instead of, like, I don't know, USC and Providence. That would have been a way more compelling first-round game, SMU versus Syracuse. Or, like, Duke versus Syracuse in the Sweet 16. I mean, Syracuse mm-hmm. already has a win over Duke this year. Yeah. So, what, what one of the best games of the year. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah, what do we know, though? Um, so, yeah, I think North Northwestern, sure, why not? Um, these other two games, I think, are interesting when we go down to 5-12 and 4-13. Again, a lot of upsets come through here. Notre Dame and Princeton and West Virginia and Bucknell. Do you see either of these teams getting upset? So it's funny. Like I said, I'm always down for 12 over 5, but Notre Dame's really good. There's no way they're losing this game. Okay, West Virginia, Bucknell, thoughts? I am looking up Bucknell right now, but like West Virginia, we talked about this last time. It's, they're chaos, literally. You have no clue what's going to happen. Yep. Um, so I'll talk a little bit about um, the Notre Dame-Princeton game before we go into Bucknell, West Virginia then. I thought the same thing as you did. Uh I watched Princeton Princeton play today against Yale, and they're really good. They've got a couple of really good guards. Like there's one I don't I don't remember his name, but he scored like 22 points, shot eight from 14. They mix you up with like a little one through one press at times, and they they execute their half court sets well, and they play really stout defense. 
But Notre Dame just doesn't seem like a team that would be built to lose to a really fundamentally sound 12 seed. Like, there's nothing about, like, Notre Dame is built like a mid-major team. They don't have a real big guy inside who just, they rely on fully like a North Carolina would. Uh, everyone on their team can shoot. Um, I think Notre Dame wins this game, and it's weird because I was just talking to someone the other day, and I was like, yep, just this would be very Notre Dame to make a run like this in the ACC tournament and then lose in the first round. But <clears throat> I like Notre Dame in this game. Um, and then I spent a little bit of time looking at West Virginia and Bucknell because I don't like West Virginia as a team because I think they rely too heavily on their press and not enough on their – I just don't think they have enough skill to really advance far in the tournament. Um, but I looked at Bucknell and their strength of schedule. Let me let me check right here. Bucknell did beat Vanderbilt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Bucknell did beat, beat Vandy. They're 8-4 in their last 12 games, but they only finished 14-4 in their conference. It's a lot of losses for a Patriot League team. Uh, they're ranked 183 in RPI and 189 in BPI. Um on the other hand, West Virginia's beaten a lot of teams. They've beaten pretty much all the teams that they should beat. Uh, so I trust them a little bit more. I don't know if I trust anyone on their team to, to get the big bucket, but I do trust them to turn the other team over enough and execute in the half court. So I, I'm picking West Virginia to win this game. Um, but Bucknell's, Bucknell's been in the tournament before and played really well. So it should be this one should be fun, but I, I don't see Bucknell as the team that I'd pick to get the upset. I'm going with Bucknell in the upset for two reasons. One, I don't think either West Virginia or Bucknell is going to beat Notre Dame, so it's really meaningless. Yeah, it's house money. Uh, two, two is just, I look at West Virginia last year choked against Stephen F. Austin as the three seed. It's a great point. Bucknell has a history of uh, beating top seeds. I think they won as a 15 seed one year or a 14. I think they beat Kansas. Yeah, they were a 14 seed. I'm just going to go with Bucknell just for history purposes. Yeah. The one thing about that's frustrating about looking at Bucknell is who they've lost to. Um, their only real big games, they, they did beat Vanderbilt, uh, but they lost by 26 at Butler and 20 at Wake. And again, those are early season games before your team really knows who they are, I would say. Um, and they also lost to Princeton in a real tight game by two. Um, but overall, they've been really solid throughout the year, so I, I don't really have any problem with just the way that they've kind of dismantled most of the teams in the Patriot League. They lost at Lehigh, but other than that, they've been on fire the rest the last part of the month. Um, so it, yeah, this one should be interesting. Uh, and then winning, so they had lost twice to Lehigh before they beat them in the Patriot League final, uh, and that goes back to the idea where it's really hard to beat a team three times. So I don't know. Bucknell's solid. West Virginia's okay too. Should be a tight game. Um, on to Orlando, Maryland, and Xavier, Florida State, Florida Gulf Coast. This is a, this is another 6-11, thing that blows my mind because I don't think any of these teams are good. No, uh, it's basically who's going to make the Sweet 16 to get obliterated by Arizona. Yeah. I don't think Florida State has... So Florida State has a lot of potential NBA players and like really skilled players, but they haven't played well as a team, and they, they haven't really beaten anyone either. Uh, they're a team that's lost to Pitt and Georgia Tech, as we've mentioned in subsequent or in prior pod prior podcasts. Uh, and then Maryland as a six is kind of funny because they're not that good. And Xavier is an eleven. I, I don't think that they're that good either. So what I ended up doing here was I did end up picking Florida State to beat Florida Gulf Coast, but I just can't see a world in which they make it to the Sweet Sixteen. So I have Xavier 
beating Florida State and beating Maryland, and I have them in the Sweet 16 just because I feel like it was stolen from them last year, and they kind of this would be retribution for it. Okay, I can see that. I mean, Xavier hasn't been the same team since Edmund Thunder went down, but yeah. that would be a good story for them to get to the or for them in the round of 32 to hit like a game-winning shot and get to the Sweet 16. Yeah. I, I just really don't know what to do with either of these 6-11 games on this side and I don't I don't like either of the three seeds. I think both of them are bad. Mm-hmm. I'm just fading all four of these teams. Yeah. Do you are you gonna pick anyone to win, or do you think they're all just ties? I'm gonna say all of them lose, and then, like I said, it doesn't matter who I pick because I'm gonna have Arizona over them anyways. Okay, I like that. Well, if you if you're filling a bracket out, I guess don't do what I do, but I'm picking Xavier. <laughs> um, <laughs> I might just not fill fill it in. I hate all those teams that much. Yeah, me too. I actually don't hate Xavier. It's just they got unlucky with injuries. Yeah, I thought Zay- well, Xavier was a top 10 team to start the year, and then half their team went down, and now it's, you know, whatever's left. But they're, they're a solid team with a solid coach, and they've always played hard, so. They really can't score, though, like, sometimes. No, they can't. But Maryland's bad. Like, didn't Mar- who did Maryland lose to? They lose to Northwestern? They, and lost, they yeah. lost to Northwestern in their first game in the tournament. I can't take them, then. I'm going to go with Xavier. Yeah. I guess I'll, where's the uh, Sweet 16 matchup at? Do you know? San Jose. That's where, that's where the West region is. And it's in Orlando, Florida State, Xavier? Yeah. Shit, I might just go with Florida State just because of Florida. Can, can, we pick, can we pick Florida Gulf Coast? Is that too ridiculous? That, it, it actually isn't for them to get to the Sweet 16. <laughs> they would have redemption because they lost in the round of 32 last time as well. Yeah, maybe we go Florida Gulf Coast and Xavier. And then Florida Gulf Coast to the Sweet 16. Why not? Yeah, that might be too crazy, but... I don't know. Who cares? Um, yeah, let's not spend any more time on this horrible matchup because um, it would drive me crazy. We're off to Salt Lake City, St. Mary's, VCU, Arizona, North Dakota. Any upsets here? VCU, St. Mary's? What are your thoughts? Obviously, Arizona's going to win. St. Mary's, I love watching them throughout the year. It's just every time they play Gonzaga, they look like crap. Gonzaga just had their number. VCU is a decent team. I just think St. Mary's a little bit better. So I'm going to go with St. Mary's. But then again, like I said, I don't think either of these teams have the capability of beating Arizona. Total agreement on the on the first round. I think VCU is solid, but I like St. Mary's overall. Uh, VCU got down today against Rhode Island, and I don't know. They, they look okay, but they haven't really beaten good teams this year consistently. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick St. Mary's because they're not playing Gonzaga. But then again, the rest of the West or the WCC is just a really bad conference. So who knows? Um, and then in the second round, honestly, I can see St. Mary's causing trouble for Arizona, but not enough to make this game close. I, I maybe like a 10 point game where St. Mary's is close at halftime would be, I think that's about as good as it gets. I think Arizona wins this by 10 and gets to the sweet 16 where they beat Florida Gulf coast by 30. Yeah. So, so your locks in this tournament are just Penn, Arizona, Duke and Villanova into your Elite Eight, and yep. you should be set. And then Gonzaga Notre Dame's work is tricky. It really is. Because I am all in on this Gonzaga team, but they have a really tough road. They have to go through Notre Dame and Arizona just yep. to get to the Final Four. Yeah. 
I hate to go against Notre Dame and go chalk against one two, but I think it's Gonzaga has a really. I think it's their. Oh man. I might just go Notre Dame just so I don't go chalk because I have Arizona winning. Yeah. Um, I think Arizona finally, Sean Miller finally gets over the hump and gets the final four. Yep. So I'm going to go with Arizona over Notre Dame. But like I said, I think Gonzaga, I mean, I think it's their year too. It's just, I don't have, I don't think Gonzaga would beat Arizona. See, this is awkward because I have the same thing in my bracket actually. I have Notre Dame beating Gonzaga and then Arizona beating Notre Dame. I might flip-flop Gonzaga and Notre Dame, though, like throughout the next like five days. Yeah. What's scary is I'm almost sure if you want to be risk-averse in this scenario, Gonzaga is pretty much a lock to get to the Sweet 16. Notre Dame's going to have two hard games. Princeton, yeah. Princeton's good, and West Virginia and Bucknell are both good. That's a very tough region to get out of. Um, mm-hmm. And I think Gonzaga might actually be better, so... Really, like in my bracket, I have Notre Dame going. I could flip flop that out and see Gonzaga playing Arizona, and I can also flip flop that out and say Gonzaga just makes it all the way because they're they're good and they've already I'm beat. I'm finally buying into it that it's Arizona's year, though. Yeah, I mean Gonzaga's already beaten Arizona, true this season in a neutral site game. The thing is, I think I think it's Arizona's year as well. They didn't have Alonzo Trier for that first game, and Laurie Markkinen has become borderline unguardable that'd be a great game either way you can't go wrong but i agree i pick arizona to go to the final four as well the finnish center versus the polish center yeah for real that'll be fun i can't wait two good two really good elite eight games no matter almost no matter who unless it ends up being florida state versus bucknell and the uh, now I, I would be unexcited for that elite eight game but in, in what i can see it should be two elite two good elite eight games all right off to the next bracket. We've got the Midwest in Kansas City. I don't see I don't foresee chalk in this bracket. Your first round, Kansas versus North Carolina Central or UC Davis, and Miami, Florida versus Michigan State. Obviously Kansas is gonna win. Um, and I don't think it's again, you look at the A nine, can either of these teams beat Kansas? And I don't think they can. Um Maybe yeah. Miami just because they slow down the pace. But, oh man, I don't know. That's that's a tough game. Those are actually two decent teams. Yeah, I agree. So here's here are my thoughts. Who, who did Michigan State lose to in the Big Ten tournament? Minnesota. Minnesota, interesting. Who's kind of trash. Yeah, who's kind of trash, but apparently a five seed. Michigan so. State also ended the season with losses at Illinois and Maryland. Hmm. I feel very biased because I saw Michigan State shoot the lights out against us at home. But that was their last home game. (laughs) Yeah, the last time I saw them, and they had the guy emotionally on the floor. I see Kansas winning the first round. I previously thought that Michigan State would win because I don't think Miami's that good. Um, They have no offense. Yeah, both of these teams have a lot of flaws, and I agree. I don't think either should be a serious match for Kansas. Michigan State's the only I think they're the team with the better chance of beating Kansas because they have more shooting and <laughs> I would say a little bit more depth inside because uh, those couple freshmen they can go off and they're hot and cold but overall I think Kansas is deeper and better and shouldn't be seriously challenged by either of these teams 
I'll go with Miami over Michigan State in like a 52-50 to 50 game. Like the ugliest game of the tournament. Yeah, it does feel like it would be pretty ugly. I'd have to agree with that. All right, on to 5-12, Um This is played in Milwaukee. Are you going to either of these games? Iowa State, Nevada, Purdue, Vermont? No. <laughs> uh, where, where's the other two games in Milwaukee? It's, uh, it's Minnesota got one as well. Minnesota and Butler are playing in Milwaukee. No, no interest in any of those games, probably, right? No, I'm not going to those. All right, so Iowa State, Nevada. Do you know anything about Nevada? I do not, but I'm going to pick them because Iowa State screwed me over two years ago. That's right. With the UAB game when they were a three-seed, I am going to the Final Four. So I forever hold grudges, and I'm probably going to take Nevada because of it. But I know nothing about them. And yeah. I actually don't hate Iowa State. It's just i got to keep the hate train going. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> and then Purdue and Vermont. I'm going with Purdue just because they got two dudes that are over six foot nine that are monsters. Yeah, I think I don't think Vermont's seen anything like them. Yeah, I think Vermont's about to get uh, beat up inside. They had they struggled with Albany, only scoring fifty six points in their conference championship game. I think they're going to really struggle to score against Purdue. Uh, the guard play on Purdue is. It's solid. It's there, but I just like to see someone on Vermont stop either of those two guys, Swanigan or Haas, inside. Uh, so I think Purdue should get a pretty easy win over Vermont. Although, <laughs> didn't we think the same thing last year against Arkansas Little Rock? True. <laughs> um, then the other game, Iowa State Nevada. I'm picking Iowa State in this game because again, I don't know anything about Nevada, and I think Iowa State's good. Just, they're up and down, and it's frustrating, and they could easily lose this game. Iowa State is perpetually the team that seems to always lose in the first round and be heartbreaking. I'm going to pick them this year, and I'm going to pick them to upset Purdue. I'm going to take it a step further. I think they make it to the Sweet 16 to set up a rematch with Kansas, uh, one of their many rematches. Uh, I just think that the three-point shooting poses a threat to Purdue, and Purdue will try to slow the game down, but I don't think it's going to work that well because Iowa State executes pretty well in the half court and I think the guard play will win. I'm going with Purdue over um, Nevada just because I think Purdue would smack Nevada and I before when I was looking at these teams I thought what's one team that Kansas could you know have trouble with and I thought it'd be Purdue. Kansas really doesn't have any height. Purdue would just annihilate them inside so I'd like to see a Kansas-Purdue matchup. Yeah, I think I think either Iowa State or Kansas. Can, well, considering Iowa State has already beaten Kansas this year, I think Purdue Kansas would be interesting. Both of those teams could give them problems. Yep, okay. in agreement. Okay, uh, now we're off to Sacramento, where this is really close to none of these teams playing here. Honestly, uh, we've got Creighton and Rhode Island both flying halfway across the country and the full way across the country from Rhode Island. And then Oregon versus Iona. Um, I don't know. Thoughts on Creighton, who has been okay this year since losing their best player, but not amazing? Yeah, I'm actually fading Creighton. I actually really like Rhode Island. Shout out to uh, Jarvis Garrett from Milwaukee. EC Matthews is actually pretty cool. He's pretty good. I'm a huge Rhode Island guy. I'm going with Rhode Island. I've been, I'm a huge A-10 guy. Me too, yeah. And so I'm rolling with Rhode Island. And then Oregon's just going to roll over Iona by a million points, even though they lost 
one of their starting forwards. Yeah, so, yeah, I agree. Uh, shout out to New England. I always got to give props to Rhode Island for these kids. Uh, they played really well in this A-10 tournament, pulled off a couple upsets and beat VCU today. I'm taking them to beat Creighton. Uh, again, I'm fading. I'm also fading Creighton with you. Uh, and then I agree. I think Oregon, even losing Bouchard or Boucher or however you say his name, is it's a sizable loss, but I don't think it's detrimental. And I think Iona can't stop Oregon from scoring 100 points. So I've got Oregon advancing to play Rhode Island in the second round. Yep, I have that Oregon beating Rhode Island. I just think Oregon's offense is too good. Yep, agreement there. Yeah, I think Oregon's one of the best teams in the tournament. Then they're, and Dylan Brooks is probably the best player in this region. Yep, they're pretty much a shoe in for Sweet 16. Yeah. Okay, um, now down to the inter- interesting part of the region. We've got Michigan versus Oklahoma State and Louisville versus Jacksonville State. Louisville is obviously going to win. Michigan was the team during this Big Ten run. I'm like, take them to the Final Four. And then they get drawn in this bracket. They get Oklahoma State, who's one of the sneaky best teams, like subpar teams, coached by the guy who coached Stephen F. Austin. Oklahoma State's two non-conference losses were UNC and Maryland by one at Maryland. Kind of a game that got away from them. I really like Oklahoma State. And it sucks that... I had Michigan like as a possible Final Four team, but now I see them losing to Oklahoma State. Yeah, I'm in total disagreement with you. I think Michigan is playing at a really high level right now, and they have a coach that knows how to coach in the tournament. I mean, Beeline's been there for the last, like I don't know, 15 years. Shout out to Kevin Pitsnoggle on West Virginia. What a great team. I think Michigan, <laughs> I, I think Oklahoma State is fine. They've got good players, but... Unless you have somebody to keep Michigan's guards out of the paint and from shooting threes, that's the problem that Wisconsin had. They're just an all-around team where everyone everyone can score and shoot. Michigan is peaking at the right time. And I also like Louisville to beat Jacksonville State. I don't know much about Jacksonville State, but they do seem like a team that could pull out a, pull off a 15-2 upset. Don't you think? No. No. Yeah, I don't know either, but I'll, I'll go Louisville just to be on the safe side. They do have a good name. What is Jacksonville State's nickname? Are they like the Gamecocks? No, that's... Um, they might be. They might be. Let's look at the Jacksonville nickname. Jacksonville State. State. Excuse me. Um, the hell are you? Yeah, they are the Gamecocks. Let's yeah, I don't go. like that. Yeah, let's go. I like it. I hate it. <laughs> 35. Can we look up their let's look up their schedule real quick. Let's see let's see if they've played anyone. I don't they were definitely like not a high seed in their tournament. But they did beat Belmont. Yeah, I'm still fading them. Yeah, you probably have to at this you point. You can't even like fade Jacksonville State cuz like they're Jacksonville State. They have 14 losses, which really is a lot. Uh, let's see. They lost some of their worst losses this year. They lost to Missouri State by 26. That doesn't seem like a good sign. They lost to Texas Christian by 19. Um, they've lost to some bad teams. They lost to their okay. The a big team that you would know is they lost to Maryland, also by 26. Um, but they played pretty well in their conference. A lot of close games. A lot of wins. Here and there. Beating Belmont was huge for them. But yeah, I'm fading Jacksonville State. Louisville's going to obliterate these guys. 
Um, so then second round, Michigan versus Louisville. Here's my first big upset. I love the way Michigan's playing, and I think Oregon would beat Louisville anyway. Um, so I'm, I'm going Michigan here. I, I think that Louisville hasn't played that well recently. Um, they've been fine, but I, I don't think that they're like more talented than Michigan is. And I think Michigan, again, they're able to make shots, and they won't be concerned about Louisville's pressure. Louisville's going to have to score to beat them, and I think Michigan plays good defense, So, and they're sound with the basketball. So I see Michigan winning this game also. It's funny because I agree with you that Louisville's like not as athletic, but looking at their schedule, like they dominated teams, and when they lost, they they played a lot of great opponents non-conference. They played Baylor, they lost by three. They beat Purdue. They beat Old Dominion. They lost, or then they beat Kentucky. Like they had a pretty tough non-conference. They dominated. Even like an ACC play, all their losses were by like six points or less. Yeah, to real teams. Yeah, they don't lose by a lot, and they're they're definitely a sound basketball team. Um, Shit, it's tough. It's it's yeah, it's tough to go against them. But I mean, losing the losing the Baylor isn't. I mean, they lost to Virginia at home. That was unfortunate. They lost to Notre Dame. I mean, they've lost to good teams. It's just they haven't. I guess they did lose by sixteen at Virginia. I mean, that's a fundamentally sound basketball team. Also, the loss to Wake Forest is, I mean, they lost to, they, they, they've, they've not been amazing. Close wins at Syracuse, close win versus Virginia Tech, close win versus Miami. They're not really blowing a lot of teams out. I, I, I'm just, I like the way that Michigan's playing, and I feel good about it. It's funny because I always say fade the sec, they're the worst two seed. And I think Kentucky's the worst two seed. So I'm, ha- I'm having troubles trying to fade two two seeds in the second round. Well, I'm fading all the two seeds this year, except for, well, I mean, Arizona and Duke seem like the non-fadable two seeds, but Louisville's just a solid team, but I think so is Michigan, and if you're hot at the right time, I got no problem with it. All right, I'll go OK State, because either way, I'm going to go with Oregon to the lead eight. (laughs) Uh, Oklahoma State is not beating Louisville. No way. Yep, hot city. All right, Kansas versus somebody in the fourth, or in the Sweet 16. Who you got? You got you got Purdue Kansas. I got Kansas Iowa State in the rematch. I mean, Kansas seems to lose this game every year. Don't they though? Oh man. And like this year they're not really anything special. They're really not. They've just kind of meandered through the Big 12 and then lost in the first round to TCU. The Big 12 was down this year. They they lost to Indiana non-conference. Yep. You know what? Baff it. I'm going to go Purdue. All right. Purdue to the Elite Eight. I have Oregon going to the Final Four anyways. Yeah. So I'm just going to go Oregon over Purdue. Why not? Yeah, I think there's no way Kansas misses out on the Elite Eight here. They're going to – they should beat they, – they're not going to lose twice to Iowa State. I wouldn't think so. Um, I think that getting – what's his name? Josh Jackson back is pretty key. Frank Mason's a good point guard. I don't think they'll be intimidated by Iowa State and their shooting. And Iowa State really needs to make a lot of shots to beat Kansas. Overall, I think Kansas is the better team and should win. And then Oregon-Michigan, for me, is I think that would be a fun one. Uh, both teams really shoot the ball well and handle it well. Oregon losing Boucher again is not huge, but unfortunate. I still like them over Michigan because I think they're the better team and have played better throughout the year. Uh, so I'll get Oregon over Michigan going to the Elite Eight. This is definitely like the best region, though, for uh, non-one or two. 
Yeah, yeah the, there's so many good, like, lower seeds in this bracket. Yeah, that bottom half of the bracket's a lot of fun with Rhode Island, Creighton, Michigan, Oklahoma State. Really, Even, like, Miami's a deep, my, Michigan State's a good matchup. Yeah, and Iowa State and Purdue are both pretty good. It's every, This is a wide-open bracket. Yeah. All so, right, that was fun. So who, Last one. So who's your who's your final four pick? You got Oregon over Purdue? Yeah. All right, and then mine is mine's Oregon over Kansas. I think Oregon, I think Oregon pulls it off because, as we mentioned, Iowa State was able to beat Kansas without having any big men, and again, Oregon lost their big men, but Dylan Brooks is he's as good as anyone Kansas puts on the floor and probably has way more heart. Uh, they've got that left-handed point guard who's the white dude from I don't know where. I think his name's like Bennett or something. Benson, yeah. Benson, yeah. Their their team's fun. I like them. Um, Oregon was really hot too in the tournament last year until they ran into Oklahoma in the Elite Eight. Yeah, so I'm. I think this is their year. Two Pac-12 teams in the Final Four. All right. Not sweet. All right, and we're off. North Carolina, Texas Southern, Arkansas, Seton Hall, Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, obviously, UNC is going to win. Arkansas, like I said, I, I hate the they got in. I guess because they got to the SEC final. But then Seton Hall, I mean, Kadeen Carrington and Angel Degado are pretty fun to watch. I'm going to take them just because I don't like Arkansas. I don't like the SEC, so I'm just fading the SEC throughout. But neither of these teams are beating UNC. Yeah, I agree. I've got UNC in the Sweet 16. I've honestly got them in the Elite Eight because everyone in the top part of this bracket sucks. Yeah, well, I guess in the Final Four, I think they're automatic lock for the Final Four. I'm fading Seton Hall after I picked Isaiah Isaiah Whitehead last year and Seton Hall to do really well, and then they lost in the first round to an 11 seed. Uh, so screw yourself, Seton Hall. Shout out to Arkansas for literally trying to end all of Kentucky's players' seasons at the end of the game. Gotta love that in a team that you're playing in the first round. They've got fight and tenacity and. Arkansas is going to win this game. If they if they have to beat up all of Seton Hall's players, they're going to do it. And then they're going to lose to North Carolina. By, uh, like, 30. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I could see, like, 21 or, like, 11. They could keep it close. Arkansas is not horrible. They did lose by – they lost by a lot to Kentucky today, though. It was, like, it was like 20. Um, okay, so now moving on to just a horrible part of the bracket. Shout-out to the worst five seed of all time. Is that fair to say? It's completely fair and justifiable. 24-9 Minnesota, who finished, what, like, fifth? In- 23 last year. Yeah, they're not ranked. They weren't even ranked coming into this week, were they? No. They're un- they were ranked, I think, once, like, this year. Yeah, they were unranked and then lost in the Big Ten tournament. Um, Shout-out to Minnesota, the five seed, playing Mid- Middle Tennessee State, who stole everyone's heart as... A 15 seed last year, they could be this year's Jacksonville State, honestly. And then we've got Butler, got Butler and Winthrop. Yeah, I'm gonna. I hate Minnesota. I think they suck. I'm gonna go with Middle Tennessee State. Obviously, the 12 is gonna beat the five here. And then Winthrop, I'm looking up right now. They really don't. They, the best non-conference win was Illinois. They lost at Dayton at Florida State. I just don't think they're good enough to beat Butler. Butler's a great team. I'm gonna go with Butler. Yeah, I have the I have the same thing as you here because I think Minnesota sucks and they aren't good. And I mean, if they win, good for them. But I don't think they will. Um, 
And then I did watch Winthrop play in the Big South final, and they're pretty solid overall. Uh, they they beat some team. It was like they had they were like the Camels. Uh, I can't think of their name off the top of my head. Are they at the Big South conference. I think so. Or maybe it's something. It's something South. I think it's. it's like, <laughs> I think it's Big South. Your, your guess is better than mine. I'll double check. I'll double check. Winthrop Conference, real real quick. Big South Conference, yeah. Yeah, of course. I've never been wrong about any of this stuff. I'm on Winthrop, fire. Jackson. Winthrop's kind of been like money, though, like in past NCAA tournaments. I feel like they, like they might have beaten Wisconsin at some point in an NCAA tournament, honestly. I think Wisconsin actually murdered them. Oh. Uh. Well, anyway, I've got Butler. They, they, they do have a history of upsets, I feel like. They do. I just don't I don't think this team is quite as good as others, having watched them uh, live. They've got a lot of good players, but I think Butler, again, is a team that shouldn't lose to these um, smaller, middle, middle major teams just because they, they play a style of basketball that's more like the mid-majors. So then i got Butler moving on to play mid-Tennessee State, and I've got Butler moving on again because... I don't know. Why not? They're not that good this year, but they have beaten Villanova twice. So, so they actually haven't beat Wisconsin. Didn't play them. They lost, they beat Notre Dame. Ah, uh, that makes sense. Actually, yeah, that sounds familiar. All right, they got smoked by Duke, though. That's the game I was thinking of. They lost eighty-four to thirty-seven. Oof. So that's the one I was thinking of. They could be in. They could be in Wolf City next week. Maybe. Yeah. All right, let's do the bottom of the bracket now because we got North Carolina and Butler. We we went we went almost the exact same thing on the top. The bottom we've got Cincinnati versus either Kansas State or Wake Forest, and then we've got UCLA versus Kent State. So it feels like one playing game team always makes it to like they always upset the six. Yeah. So I'm just going with this one just because I feel I feel like Wake Forest and Kansas State are better than Providence and. USC. Yeah. And then you, I, I haven't watched since all this year, so. Yeah. And then UCLA is moving on, I assume. Yeah, UCLA is pretty dominant. Yeah, Kent State's not really a great MAC team. The team to watch this year is Akron, but they didn't make it out of the conference tournament. I think Wake Forest is kind of okay, but they really weren't that impressive when they played Pitt. Um, so I can't actually pick them to win. Kansas State could cause trouble for Cincinnati. So I'll hold my pick off, honestly, until I see the winner of this. I think Kansas State... It's better, though, because UCLA is going to run train through whoever they play in that second round. Yeah, so I think Kansas State could beat Cincinnati, but I think Cincinnati is probably the better team overall. And then I've got UCLA winning to get to the Sweet 16, because I think UCLA... I don't know. We've had them as a potential Final Four team all year. Um, They're just going to be better offensively than Cincinnati. I don't think Cincinnati is going to be able to score to keep pace. Um, yep. And going to the bottom of the bracket, Dayton, who I think won the A-10 overall this year outright, playing Wichita State, 30-4 and four is somehow the 10 seed. Feels a little underseeded. Uh, yep. And then we've got Kentucky versus Northern Kentucky. So they must have been going real low on the... They must be out of money in their budget at this point in the NCAA tournament. Yeah, the fact that Wichita State is a 10 is more robbery than... Wisconsin in an eight. Yeah. I feel bad for Dayton. I have all the love for A ten. I love Dayton. I mean, I love they got Scoochie Smith on their team. 
Oh, he um, still plays for them? Yeah. So, like, I really love Wichita State, and I think they're going to win. But that breaks my heart to pick against Scoochie Smith. This one I'm going to go back and forth on. But either way, whoever I have winning the Dayton-Wichita State game, I have beating Kentucky because I think Kentucky's kind of a false idol. I don't think they're that good this year. So I have Wichita yeah, I, I have Wichita State beating Dayton because I don't think Dayton's that good and doesn't shoot the ball that well from the outside. And Wichita State, everyone on their team shoots the ball really well, and they have a player from Madison Memorial High just pounding kids on the interior. Kentucky is starting to hit their stride at the right time, and they have players who can score a lot. Um, they're going to crush Northern Kentucky, uh, but they don't quite have the depth on the inside that they've had in past years. So I have Wichita State actually beating them as well because I think I think this Wichita State team is just as complete as the team that it was the number one seed like a couple years ago, which is kind of crazy to say out loud because they lost a couple games early. But at this point in time, they're they just they just won their conference championship game by twenty points against a team that was like twenty nine and three. So Wichita State is extremely legit. They're one of the top fifteen teams in the country right now. Uh, and they have a bone to pick with Kentucky. So that game, it'll be fireworks. It should be down to the final basket. But I'm going Wichita State because I think they get revenge this year. I agree. All right, and then we've got North Carolina Butler, and then we'll have UCLA versus somebody for you. Um, yeah, I got UNC, Middle Tennessee State, actually. Oh, my bad. That's fine because I love Middle Tennessee State. Going to get to play a game in Memphis, Tennessee, but uh, they're going to get demolished. And then I have UCLA, Wichita State, or Dayton, but most likely Wichita State. Um, I'm just going to go with UCLA here. I think their offense is too powerful, no matter yeah. who they play in that Sweet 16 matchup. And a UNC-UCLA like high-powered game seems destined almost. Yeah. Who would you take in that track meet? I think i go with UNC just because they're a little bit more better on defense. And they kind of got the experience, too. I mean, Joel Berry's been there, done that, Justin Jackson. They're, like, all juniors and seniors. I guess they're not really seniors. They're all juniors. Yeah. UCLA is pretty much a freshman-oriented team. Yeah. As long, sophomores. Yeah, as I'm going to go with experience on this one. Yeah, as long as you're a little bit more better on defense, as some people say, you probably have the upper hand. <laughs> I don't know, though. <laughs> Uh, that was more a joke on your. That was more a joke on your English than the trend in college basketball towards scoring. What do you mean? More better is that a phrase people use? I don't know. Did I say that? I'm pretty drunk right now. <laughs> yeah, don't don't worry. No, yeah, don't worry. I'm on my sober streak. This is five straight days, so I'm calling out all the alcoholics over here. Two dollar beers and seven dollar smoothies at the game. So seven dollar smoothies. Yeah, a smoothie is seven dollars, but a beer is two dollars, and it's the same size. Do the smoothies contain alcohol? No. <laughs> oh wow! I guess who? I guess we know who those the market audience of those. <laughs> but I still get. I'm still a sucker and buy fourteen dollars worth of smoothies for a three hour game. Yeah. So I can. I mean, and then once they get you for the double header, right? Yeah. So yeah, two. Two smoothies, five beers, and I paid more for the smoothies. Unreal. Love it. Okay, well, so now I'm going to go do my picks based on defense. I, were, I really would like to see UCLA versus North Carolina because, well, I just 
think UCLA would be fun to watch. Uh, but I think Wichita State's going to beat UCLA because, one, here's all the things going against UCLA. One, their head coach is Alford, and he's never done anything in college basketball, uh, like, as far as being clutch or winning. He, he's not a good coach, too, like Steve, or like uh, Sean Miller. Um, I almost said Steve Miller, like the band. Um, and Wichita State's been there before. They have the coach who's been there before, and they're the team that's pretty solid overall. So I'm hitching my train to them. Um, also, the fact that UCLA doesn't play any defense that's kind of frightening. They have all the power at point guard. Lonzo Ball is good. But uh, TJ Leaf has been injured, and if he's not playing or not playing well, that's a problem on the inside because Wichita State's going to attack the glass and try to make plays. So I've got Wichita State winning. I think Butler's fine against North Carolina, but North Carolina's just got way more talent. And probably a, uh, Justin Jackson isn't going to be guarded. Uh, they're not going to be able to keep North Carolina off the boards with Isaiah Hicks. So. I think they're going to really beat them on the glass, and North Carolina will make the lead eight. And then North Carolina-Wichita State. I've got Wichita State rolling through to the Final Four um, in somewhat of an upset, 10 versus 1. Um, but again, Wichita State has all the depth. They can go 10 deep in these games and match North Carolina. The players have been there before. This team's rolling and found its stride. I'm looking forward to seeing them in the Final Four as well. Totally random, but Skip Bayless hasn't tweeted in 24 hours. And then he randomly decided to drop a Vanderbilt drops anchor on Northwestern's fairy tale. Better school, better alumni, better ex-player coach, far better basketball tradition. So Northwestern's going to win that game by like 20. <laughs> Why does Skip Bayless have a bone to pick with Northwestern? Oh no, that's so random. Oh my god, I love it. Interesting. All right, well, let's do this final four up in Phoenix. Um, who did we have going? We have Villanova, Arizona, and Oregon. We all picked those teams? Yep. And then I have Wichita State on my bandwagon, I, and you're on the UNC bandwagon. Correct. I kind of went chalk. Okay, so Villanova versus Arizona. Does the game being in Phoenix matter? Yes and no. Not really, because it's such a... I mean, it honestly doesn't. Because the, the stadium's so big, you really can't hear anything. Like, it's the, the noise isn't really that much of a factor. Yeah, it's all fake. Because <laughs> the court's so far away from the seats, it really doesn't make a difference. Yeah. It makes a difference, like, before the game, when there's people around the, on the streets and all that good stuff. But once you get inside, it really doesn't matter. So that's why I'm going with Villanova here, the better okay. of the team. And then I'm going UNC on the other side because I really want a Villanova-UNC rematch. Yeah, that would be amazing. I'm now having trouble believing that your bracket is going to be at all accurate based on these, the way that these picks are shaping up, that it will be an identical rematch to what happened last year. But I'm down with it. I'll follow along. Uh, <laughs> I, what I'm saying doesn't make any sense, and it never does. But yeah, who knows? Yeah, at the end of the day... Our picks are all going to be wrong, so... It's like a nine quintillion to get a big <laughs> bracket, right? Yeah. Uh, so so you might as well pick what you why want. Why not have Villanova-UNC? I, the thing is, that game last year was like one of the best college basketball games of all time. Mm-hmm. Not, um, I guess, why not? Why can't we get a round two? Yeah, I agree. And uh, I feel like UNC would win that game, right? If it came down... 
to a rematch. Would you take UNC or Villanova? I just don't think either of those teams are going to get there because I don't think UNC is as good as they were last year. They've lost more games. They haven't been as dominant. They didn't win the conference tournament. Uh, and Villanova, I think Villanova is the slightly better team, but um, I don't know. It's a, t- it's a tough one. I'd probably go Villanova would win this year. Yeah. I just want the rematch, and I'm going with UNC just because I feel like Villanova, it's like impossible to win back-to-back. Yeah. That's what I want. Yeah, I agree. So I might I don't know what to do with this Duke Villanova game because I might flip flop a dozen times. I don't think Arizona is good enough to beat Villanova or Duke, which sounds a little weird, you know, when you say that out loud. Because they are, but I just don't think the talent levels there outside of uh, outside of Louis Mikanen. And I mean, Alonzo Trier is good, but I also I can't get this feeling of watching Oregon beat like Arizona by 30 on their home court out of my mind, which is, I guess, how it goes. So I'm, I'm taking Villanova over Arizona, and then I'm also going to take Oregon over Wichita State because I think Oregon won through four on like their guard through their power forward. I think they're the most talented team in the country, so I'm taking them over Wichita State. And then in the final, I'm going to take Oregon because I think that they're going to hit a bunch of threes and a really high-scoring thriller. I've got the final score 86-85, to 85, and Oregon is your national championship team. So they're going to win it for Chrissy. Yeah, I think, I think this is motivation. They didn't know how to handle it against Arizona in that Pac-12 final. They're going to get their troops together. Dana Altman, he's a good coach, smart dude. They put that one through one in. Somebody's going to step up for that team, and Oregon's going to make it. An Arizona-Oregon rematch in the finals would be tight. Yeah. Also, you know what else would be great final rematch? For the fourth time this year, Duke-UNC. That's what I was thinking, too. I, I almost picked it. I would love to see that in the finals. I was thinking a Wichita State-Gonzaga final would be awesome. Just two mid-majors just going at it. I wouldn't hate that, but you know who would hate that? Like every fanboy of like Kentucky-UNC. Yeah, and everyone who's bra- and everyone whose bracket that ruined, which is like everybody's. Yeah, that's why I'm that's why I'm on the Wichita State bandwagon because, you know, you got to differentiate your bracket somehow, and I think the Wheat Shockers are the team to beat this year. All right, cool. Well, do you have any final thoughts on college basketball? We we got it in the books this season. Um, any thoughts on the tournament? Any thoughts on the season? Any just any final lingering thoughts that you have to get on your chest before our special edition podcast concludes. Yeah, I hate the RPI. It seems like the committee just used that for seeding teams. Is or this, even the RPI. I feel like it's made up by nerds to like for them to like screw over the teams they hated in college. I don't even know what the RPI. I don't know any of their metrics or how they come up with these teams that are good. I was looking real score index. I was looking, I think, like, I swear, one of the number two teams in RPI, like, a top ten team was Virginia in RPI. Just, it's frustrating. I don't, there's no transparency to it. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. There is, like, no, like, consistency when picking the teams for the, like, the fact that Syracuse didn't get in. Yeah. Can we get somebody new to pick these teams for us next year? Like, literally like, anybody besides like, this oh, committee. Syracuse has a history of, like, the tournament. Of doing really well, like Jim Beheim, but no, we're gonna go with like USC. Yeah, 
with like nothing to do with the tournament. I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Whatever. That's my beef. I'm done. Yeah, it's frustrating. Hopefully, V8 Splash for this podcast can get an influence on it. We would have dropped Wisconsin lower than eight, I think, personally. After today, I would have made them like a 12 seed. I would have made them in the playing game. That's harsh. Yeah. Oh, well. Well, I don't think I have any further beef, so we'll sign off. Uh, we'll be back to our regularly scheduled podcast next week, breaking down Nick Vial's final choice in The Bachelor and... You know, then we'll preview, I guess, a little bit more of the NCAA tournament, talk some hoops and all that good stuff. But before you know it, NHL and NBA, those playoffs are going to be coming up, and the Penguins, they have to repeat for the final. Um, So with that being said, we'll sign off. Everyone have a safe bracketology season, and don't strain yourself too hard. Deuces.